production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. This show brought to you by Jersey Ninja. New items added weekly, superior quality products, excellent selection, competitive pricing, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. That's Jersey Ninja at jerseyninja.com. Your source for great quality hockey jerseys and performance wear products. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, we can be exactly what we need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks, the final issue of 2023. I'm so glad that you qualified that. <laughs> Why? Mm-hmm. Oh, instead of the just final issue? Yeah, yeah. That, that that would... Because uh... that that would have uh, that, that would have had me sweat. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're glad I didn't do a William Shatner impersonation. The final uh, issue. I'm always glad when you don't do a William Shatner impression. That hurts. That hurts. Well, it's because nobody can do a good William Shatner impression. Uh, from what I've heard, William no. Shatner doesn't do a good William Shatner impression. See, there you go. Check out the homepage, mightymarvelgeeks.net, and hey, it will be got up to date. I promise. Why? Because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be home for about three months. Three months. Yep. Remember the foot surgery I had last year on my left yeah, foot? But it didn't take. Oh, I'm having it on the right foot. Friday. Oh. A week from tomorrow as we're recording. Dude. So yeah. You can be like Deathlock before you're done. You know this, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, say Deathlock. I've already got two screws in one foot. I'm getting two more screws in the other foot. I'm just four times screwed. Oh my word. Hey. And here we thought you just had a screw and it was loose. Well. But, uh, mm. But hey, people can say you're screwed. I say yes, I am. I got X-rays to prove it. You want to see? <laughs> you know, you, you, yeah. Now here's the thing, though. Just be prepared because depending on how sensitive uh, certain security uh, equipment is or are is is, 
you could set off an alarm because I, I have a screw in my ankle and that's, I did that. I'm, I'm kind of. You're going to be just like Wolverine going through the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, actually, I'm glad that um, at least, you know, it's getting done early. You can get it behind you. And then, like, once it's all nice and warm and everything, and, you know, you can, I don't know. Oh, yeah. When our rainy season comes. Or something. I yeah, when the rainy, I'll know when the storms hit before the weather tells us it's going to hit because barometers in my feet. <laughs> Exactly. There's a cold spell coming. How do you know? Screws in my toes are telling me. My dad's shoulder is the same way. He uh, he got hurt real bad in Vietnam. And so, like, his right shoulder is 93% scar tissue. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, so he knows the weather's changing before the local TV says it's changing. Oh, with all the different surgeries I've had over the years, I'm surprised I'm not in more shape tonight. I've had two knee surgeries to the right, knee surgery on the left, surgery on the left foot, now surgery on the right foot, reconstruction of a ligament in the right ankle, ulnar nerve transposition in the right arm, right elbow. Dude. And I'm potentially wow. looking at something with the shoulder later down the road and a, and a future knee replacement surgery. You need a new hero name, the patchwork quilt. <laughs> anyway <laughs> as we were saying uh check out the homepage mightymarvelgeeks.net support our affiliates such as biddy boomers use code weebygeeks for 10 percent off or 15 percent off all your biddy boomer needs only two speakers they're awesome get yours today also too uh red flag workshop use code smuggler three for 25 percent off your purchase there military patches like they have a great u.s space force where it's a military officer or military personnel punching et <laughs> um also key rings and some other great stuff let's check that out rebel sabers use code wookie for 10 percent off all your lightsaber needs use code wookie radio or 10% off your purchase at uh, hangar-58.com for all their performance wear. Of course, you heard our, you know, this show's brought to you by our newest sponsor, Jersey Ninja. Use code WeebyGeeks for 10% off your purchase from them. Hockey jerseys, basketball jerseys, performance wear. And also, too, go check them out. Treat yourself. This week, we're going to talk about the, the beard trimmer. I think, I believe it's called the hedge trimmer. Yes. Yeah. I have it. I love it. I've got a really nice, clean trim with it. Yes. Yeah. And this is um, from I, Manscaped. I was, I was pleasantly surprised that the, uh, the guard on it, it, they actually have a, the, it's an actual um, adjustable guard on it. Yes. Too. Yes. It's a, it's a 10 it's position a, it's guard. A 10 position. It's, a, it's like a dial. It goes up net. It's mm. wonderful. Absolutely love it. Um, I, I had, I mean, I've taken that all the way down to zero, gotten all the scruff that's past my goatee, trim that down, make it easier to shave with the, with the razor. Mm -hmm. I was able to get this nice and neat and, and clean. I, my goatee yep. mustache. Um, really nice. Use code intrepid trio or it's 20% off. Yes. At manscaped.com. So you're going to have holiday money, Christmas money, that you're going to get but from friends and family. But it's, exactly. Some great use. Or, or, or treat yourself, you know, um, you know, hey, new year, new you, all that stuff. You know? Gentlemen, treat yourself. The ladies are going to love you. For <laughs> it. Oh, I thought you were going to go on with what the, what, what, what. What's on the What's shirt? On the shirt. No, yeah. I, I got to keep it family friendly. <laughs> I got to keep it family friendly. But, but even though it's manscaped, 
this these products they don't pull on the hairs so ladies hey maybe it's something you might want to look at it as well true just true. because it's manscape doesn't doesn't mean you couldn't use it yourself so check them out manscape.com 20 percent off with code intrepid trio all one word. please go go partake because the more you support them the more they'll support us and, and right i'm supporting them on my own and i i'm really enjoying the products <laughs> So I have enjoyed it pretty well too. Yeah, be no talk. <laughs> I, I have been enjoying the products as well. It, it's a, as have I. So pleasant surprise. Yeah, you know, we hear the stuff all the time on other YouTube videos, other shows, and like, yeah, don't know if I would ever use this product. Now that I got it, I'm like, why didn't yeah. I? Why didn't I get this sooner? That was totally me as well. Like, yeah, yeah, why yeah. didn't I get this? Uh, so, <laughs> um, so let's talk some Marvel, shall we? Yes. Congratulations is in order. Miss Marvel wins primetime creative arts Emmy. Oh, really? A series okay. that's on Disney plus receives an, an Emmy for outstanding motion design with the honorees, including Ian Spindeloff, David Lockheed, Daniela Marsh, David Strump, Philip Robinson and Matt Tomp. Um, the jury awards were announced early and will be presented at the awards January 6th and 7th in Los Angeles. And an edited telecast of the event will air January 13th on FXX. So congrats mm-hmm. to the crew congrats. at Miss Marvel. Yeah, you know, the show wasn't, it wasn't as bad as a lot of people tend to make it out to be. If you could get through the first two and a half episodes, it's very good. But with the amount of mm-hmm. episodes that they had, that was the right burn to get into it. Two episodes, right. two, two and a half episodes, slow burn. Then it just goes. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it worked. The way I looked at it, it was it's not that it was a slow burn. It was that it couldn't decide what audience it was going after. Yeah, there's that, too. I, yeah. I mean, right. I mean, once they realize they're in the MCU and not Nick at night. Yeah, but it, <laughs> but it still carried through, and it still carried through very well. I, yeah, I tell I mean, you, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that you know Marvel went to such great lengths to prop up Brie Larson as Captain Marvel for as the next great face of Marvel. Right. You know, basically trying to you know swap her out for Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. But really, I think the 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 person that they should do that to going forward is Miss Marvel. Iman Vellani needs to be the next face of Marvel. Okay. Got well, I would hold, say. Hold, hold on, Tyler. <laughs> Did you eventually go see Miss Marvel? <laughs> or the Marvels in the theater? No. I figured I, f- I figured the way it was bombing, it was going to be on Disney Plus sooner rather than later. All right. Well, and, it's been out long enough. It, it's still in the theaters. Yes. Yeah. Or has I it left? Disney. I thought Disney said they were going to stop reporting box office numbers on them after a month. Yeah, but is it still in the theaters though? It may still be. Okay. So it's been out long enough. Dude, I am not. I am not thin-skinned when it comes to spoiler stuff. Okay. There's an end credit scene. Yes. Yeah. Where, okay, thank you. Where Kamala has a shield data pad. Is it a shield data pad or is it a saber data pad? I think it's saber. Uh, uh, yeah. And you see her in New York 
Kate Bishop walks in. You see Lucky the pizza they are dog. Fast tracking, they're fast-tracking Young Avengers. And there's Kamala. Mm-hmm. And she basically pulls a Tony Stark slash Nick Fury type role with this end credit scene. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm like, it was great. Same thing that you just said. Okay, we're heading towards Young Avengers. Or I, I, Don, Don or, and I talked about it. There's enough. Or Marvel oh, Rising. Since I was but, the Don series. and I talked about it. So we have. So you have stature. You have Kate Bishop. You have Patriot. You have. Uh, yeah, um, but coming. No, we know he's coming. I mean, we've seen him, but. I wouldn't be surprised if we get right. Patriot in, in Captain America 4. Right. But, but he's out there. Yes. He's out there, at least. Uh, we got uh, um, uh, America Chavez. Yep. We got... Um, hold on. Hold on. Uh, I think. We're going to have... Well, you could say you've got Wanda's kids. Yeah, but they're not real. Yet, who's to say? That, okay, yeah. who's to say Wanda hasn't figured out a way to manifest them into reality? Uh, we got Scar. Yeah. Um, I keep thinking there's somebody else that's out there. I'm not thinking Ironheart. about. Oh, uh, Riri Williams. Ironheart. So yeah, so there you go. If that's not enough for our Young Avengers team, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> The possibilities there, and, and and there's also a chance too we could get Amadeus Cho at some point. That's true. That's true. I, I get the feeling that they're going. That I I feel like there's a desire to do more with Hulk. Um, and I'm sure they're like, okay, due to legal legal issues, we can't do a whole lot with Bruce. But would they be able to do more? I mean, would the same apply with Amadeus Cho or with any of the other Hulk adjacent characters? Well, not, they were able well, to do stuff with She-Hulk. Right, right. I think She-Hulk was outside of the realm of the Universal License. But there's right. been all that speculation and everything else flying out there that Universal doesn't have the film license anymore or the film rights. that It right. has reverted back to, to Marvel. No. I, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm. I, I, would, I would like to see, and I'm not even necessarily that much of a Hulk fan, but they've done so much with that world. I think it'd be interesting to see where they where, where they go with that, you know. I would, especially now there are Red Hulks out there, you know. I wouldn't mind seeing an adaptation of Agents of Smash brought in mm-hmm. as a series. Oh, as a series, I mean, I know I enjoyed the cartoon. I yeah. really enjoyed the cartoon, though. I I absolutely love the cartoon. I I would love to see some, you know, cease see something that's not a direct focus on Bruce, but more the Hulk since we're bringing more in. Well, and we're going to be likely going to be getting red Hulk and Thunderbolts. Yes. Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, there's that possibility there. Try to remember what the other end credit was. Um, it Cause that was... really wasn't it. I mean, that was a, that was a pre end credit scene. It was an end credit right. scene, but it came right before the credits. There was, it was something that involved the uh, the Flurkins, I oh. thought. No, the other one, Rambo. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Ram- Rambo yeah. in the film Ram- goes Rambo through a portal 
when she comes to in this end credit scene, she is in a hospital bed being attended to by, well, I can't think of his real name. Hank McCoy. Dr. Hank McCoy. In full beast mode. Kelsey Grammer in the road. Straight up. Straight up. That was Kelsey Grammer. Straight up. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. That was, that, that may have been the second, excuse me, third best casting decision in the X-Men movie franchise. I agree. Yes. Yes. I mean, the, the two top ones, of course, were Hugh Jackman as Logan and Patrick Stewart as Xavier. Yes. I, I yes. throw Ian McKellen in there as well as Magneto. Um, okay. I don't know that I can put. Okay. My personal favorite, Ian McKellen, is number four. That's one. I, I, I was, you know, you know the, your mileage may vary. Yeah, no, and I, I can accept number four because I, I probably go the same way. But I mean, so close, it's mm-hmm. almost a tie. Yeah, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may have Hugh Jackman as Wolverine as a number one. I think we can all pretty much you know agree on that. Uh, my number one right. is Stewart as Xavier. Okay, fine. <laughs> was no, to me, there was nothing better than that. Well, the thing I loved about it, it was so on the nose that, like, somewhere in the early, no, late 90s, there was a Star Trek The Next Generation crossover with the X-Men. Yes. And I'm just sitting there like, and I remember at that point, when my, I had a dear friend, and she she worships the ground that Patrick Stewart walks on. She's like, if you ever get this X-Men movie going, Patrick Stewart better be Xavier. And I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, I can see it, you know, but, but yeah. And I felt like it was so on the nose, but I, I, how else would you, at least at that point, how else would you go with it? I couldn't think of anybody else, you know? No, no. because it, when I, when I've seen him in cartoons, or in the comic, mm-hmm. yes, I was totally putting Patrick Stewart's voice to him. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, I agree. Now here, I do have to put this as an aside, and I can mention this because it is considered a Marvel show, and I think Marvel may have produced one issue of a comic, the show Mutant X, which had nothing to do with the X universe at all, but. Pretty much similar similar concept. Now, uh, that being said, um, the uh, the guy that was the lead in that, hold on, that was, uh, oh, I'm sorry, give me a second, guys. That was uh, not Patrick Stewart. Not, no, when Patrick Stewart, <laughs> no, no, not him. Uh, yeah. John, um, next. hold on, okay. Um, John Shay. Okay, so John Shay, to me, his portrayal, the portrayal of his character, although it was not Xavier, it was Xavier-like, but not quite Xavier. It was almost I could see him as a young Xavier, like you know Xavier before, you know he he you know had a little more life experience, got a little more wisdom because this guy was definitely more. He had no problem, you know getting in there with the fisticuffs a little bit. Right. Um, when you think about Xavier, that's not something that you think about, but, um, but I, I, I will, I just kind of wanted to throw that out there because when I would watch that show, I felt like that was the, but, but at least then this was well over a decade before we got, 
um, what was it? Not the Forsaken, the 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 Fox series that was basically the X Men series that we all deserved. Yeah, yeah. But um, I always felt like that Mutant X was the X series that we'd been waiting for. Because to a certain degree, it may, it managed to do things uh, that I felt like the movies wanted to do, wanted to get to, but they just, you know. But at least um, saying all that to say that uh, if you're talking about casting, I couldn't think of a better person as far as an older Xavier than Patrick Stewart. Um, if they wanted to go younger and do something else, I, I would struggle. But yeah. um, I, at, the, at that time, really even now, I can't think of a better uh, a better casting. Than I, I tell you what I would love to see is – is something based something based off of the novel Planet X. Yeah, this is the one. This is the one where the X Men team up with Star Trek again, but this time it's the Next Generation. Now there was the the comic book, the original comic book. You know, Star Trek X Men happened on like the original Enterprise, we you know, with Kirk and Spock and and all them, right? Because. I, and there's a passage in this book where they make a facsimile of Xavier on the holodeck. Oh. To where and, – and they do make a reference on how much Picard and Xavier look alike. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. Uh, Dark Horse Comics, back when um, – they did a free comic book day book and they redid the story for star Wars hyperspace, the fan club of here's Indiana Jones going through the jungle comes across Bigfoot. Bigfoot keeps a distance, but he comes across this cave inside the cave. He sees this great technology. There's a guy sitting in the seat wearing Han Solo's clothes <laughs> and it, it's a decayed body. And we come find out later in the book that the, uh, the Bigfoot, Chewbacca. Oh, yeah, that you, okay. that you see that coming. That was yeah. a great issue. That was a great little short story that they did. Well, you've seen the meme going around this, like, you know, what if all the Indiana Jones stories are just Han's dreams while he's in Carbonite? Yeah, <laughs> could be, could be the other way. What if Star Wars is Indiana Jones's brainchild? I mean, it could. I mean, I, for some reason, I couldn't see Indiana Jones having that much creativity but i could be wrong <laughs> not to just dis- not to disparage dr jones i'm just saying <laughs> so um <laughs> next big story of the week <clears throat> jonathan majors found guilty yeah but may not face any jail time right now i think the thing that they uh and i and i heard of Okay, so you were saying you heard. Yeah, so uh, so this what this one attorney talked about was that, you know, okay, yeah, he was found guilty, and I believe it's of assault is what would have been considered. But you have to understand that this is not intentional assault. You know, it's not like the same as, you know, somebody who intentionally walks up to somebody and punches a person or slaps a person. This is, no due to injuries that resulted from somebody who was – Stronger, but bigger. He, he he was found guilty of harassment and reckless assault in the third degree. Right. 
Right, exactly. So, which means so that she was injured, yes, and she was injured from reckless assault. So the injuries that re- resulted were still accidental, but he was still held liable for that. So still guilty of that. Yeah, I don't think this is over. I mean, it, the the case itself, because, you know, you're going to no. get appeals. And, I, yeah, it's it's just really weird how that worked out, but... It's gone far enough that Marvel decided, you know what, we're done. Yeah. I will say this. They didn't act as quick on this as they did with Johnny Depp. No. Uh, they didn't act as quick on this as they did with uh, um, uh, James Gunn. No. Um, uh, Gina Carano. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that was super quick and I unjust. Think some of the, I think some of the blowback from all those uh, all those instances it kind of made them want to move a little more uh, for lack of a better word judiciously yeah. <laughs> I think that, that that's yeah I mean you know they well you remember with um, with James Gunn like you know yeah. sorry, it happened then, like, it felt like the next day or two days later, boom. It was and then not all of a sudden, long. Like, it wasn't long at all. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, well, you know, we, you know, they they were able to come back from that. But it did mess with what was ultimately messed up, messed with what was the timeline in place for the MCU. Um, I, I mean, it pushed back um, Guardians Three. Uh, what by a year or two? You know. Yeah. Um, I think that. Uh, so, and I get why they wanted to go. One to wait. One to wait it out. Um, especially in a case where you're building an entire story arc around a character. Um, here's the thing, though. In essence, they could still keep Kang. Uh, Kang can change. Uh, how uh, if if that's what they want to go with, if that's what they want to do, because um, he could conceivably you no know, change to anybody at that point. Oh yeah, um, I mean th- this is an easy recast that can happen, right? You know, I'm I'm just curious to see if that if they're going to do that. Like how how would that go? Because I it some of the blogs are saying that. Marvel changed uh, the Avengers um, title from Avengers uh, the King Di- Dynasty, the King to, Dynasty to the One Dynasty is one yeah, or, or, or to, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, you know, and the thing is, I don't hold a lot of I don't put a lot of faith in what some of these blogs uh, say because you know they're they're holding. You know they're they're holding the next clickbait in their black in their back pocket as it is. So, right, yeah, you know, and yeah, I said that. <laughs> you know, so um, you know, um, I do believe that they're. I'm sure that Marvel has been talking. You know, especially looking at the possibility of how things could shake out here, and what road do they take for that? Um, I don't think that they. Oh, they, they've definitely been they've, they've definitely been thinking about this. I mean, just look at um, how Loki season two ended. Right. 
I mean, if that wasn't right, if that wasn't planned with an out, depending on what happened with the court case. If it if mm-hmm. the court case ruled in John's favor, then he would still be king, and it'd be a easy fix in another project. Yes, yes. Or if it went the way it did, well, we also created the out to go. Okay, we can now re recast, redo whatever. So yeah, it, it, it's it's still interesting to see where they go, who they go with. I still think that, okay. There's just there's a part of me that still thinks we could see Ravana become Kang. I agree with you. I think that's that's the direction I would like to see this go. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's already there. She's already established. We know her story. We know that she was. Uh, an, an acquaintance of Kang. Right. We never did see really who she was on the main time stream, did we? I don't believe we did. So here's the question. What if she was already a Kang variant that Kang just pulled out of another time stream and set her up as his general? I mean, if, I he, mean, if, you, if he, you do it, if you f- frame it that way, then... She's had that we've had the new Kang all along. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense, uh, and it, it's not like it makes sense. It's not like oh, we're we're scrambling, we're scrambling. Okay, let's come up with uh, something for to try and make this work. No, it, 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 given how Kang operates, and given the fact that Kang plays, you know, Kang plays games. Kang has. You know, strategies on top of strategies on next to another strategy, and we don't know everything. I, I, I would go with this. I, it, especially given how Ravona, um, Ravona's actions in um, the second season of uh, Loki, it would track. Yeah, it would track. Right, I agree. Hmm. So, um, some comic news: Marvel reveals okay. first look at Blood Hunt crossover event. The Avengers, Blade, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and more assembled to fight vampires in Blood Hunt. The yearly summer crossover event begins in May and will be vampire-themed in 2024. Spread across its main series, tie-in issues, and spin-off limited series, Blood Hunt will see the likes of the Avengers, Blade, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Clea, and more unite to stop vampires from crawling their way out of the shadows. It is being written by Avengers and Moon Knight writer Jed McKay and art by X-Men superstar Pepe Larraz. It will it poses a question who will be who will bit it okay. as vampires present a united front for the first time and fans get their look at the event first look at the event hmm. so that brings up mm-hmm. marvel heroes who have fought vampires in the past spider-man obviously with morbius right uh miles morales teams up with blade years later and going after brielle brooks blade's daughter right so, Doctor Strange. Ghost Rider has, I believe, Ghost Rider has fought vampires as well. Doctor yeah. Strange with Dracula. Yeah. Dracula. Um, that goes back to issue forty-four, the Tomb of Dracula. I think Captain America's fought vampires. The X Men have fought vampires. The Avengers have fought, have fought vampires. But Captain Britain has fought vampires, and that's all the list from Marvel.com. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I part feels like there's just been more. 
You know what? I can't say that because if that came from Marvel.com, I'm not going to argue. But I feel like that there's been more. I I feel like there's been more, too. But then you say the Avengers, that's a lot, you know? Yeah. Well, X-Men, that's a lot, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, so with the time that we have left, we still got quite a bit. 2023, a lot has happened in Marvel. Some good, some not so much. So let's, let's go with the, the good, the bad, and the nitpicky. Okay. Nitpicky. What's been your Marvel nitpicky for 2023? <sighs> okay. I am picking the nit here in that I still don't like what they did to Loki. The way they dumbed him down for pretty much all of season one and some of season two. Yeah, I agree. I will pick that nit. Hmm. Island. Hmm. Nitpicky, huh? Yep. You know, I would say I don't like I didn't like how Frank Castle went out. Um, you know, the whole thing with his uh you know, the very the very reason that he became the Punisher was because his family is taken away from him. His wife comes back. Then you find out that his wife was planning on leaving him anyway. And then she is the one that, that you know, takes him out. Like that that just kind of, I don't know, that, that just did not sit well with me. That kind of took an iconic story and just... I don't know. It's like it like took took lemonade and just threw a big old bag of salt in it. Why? Yeah. Uh, any other nitpicks? Hmm. Uh. For me, nitpicky. Oh, okay. I I do have one other nitpick, and I. It, okay, and I know technically this was last year. But I kind of feel like it's, it does spill over into this year also. But um, in um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, that something that bothered me. I know, yeah, I know it was last year, but I, I, it's something I, I, it's still sitting with me now. And it's partly part of the reason why Shuri as a character bothers me is this. Uh, there's a whole good chunk of the movie where Shuri has you know basically basically they're being to me they're being a snot you know they they're they they completely turn their back on she turns her back on the ways of her people and even even in spite of the fact that she has to it, the, the responsibility is falling upon her to become the new black panther but even still, it, it, she doesn't really, she doesn't embrace her people's ways. And then when she ultimately does, she only does it because she felt like it was the right thing to do, not because it's something that she really wanted to do. It didn't feel like that. It doesn't come across that she's a true believer. And that's something that, like, even, like, I wonder if, like, if we see her in later stuff. Like, I don't, we haven't seen her in anything this year. True, not 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 as far as the MCU goes, but are you know are we going to see any growth in her as a character? That was something that bothered me, and honestly, I'm afraid to go back and rewatch the movie for that reason. Like I said, I know it was a year ago, but it's something that 
I, I kind of, I no, kind of keep on a little bit because it, no, it did spill over into this year a little bit. So, no, it it, it makes sense. For for me, nitpicky was the why did we need to change the logo of the Punisher? I know, I, why, I know why it was changed, but right, yeah. But was it necessary? Really? No, it wasn't. But it, it, it was certain it. people were upset so certain people made the call to change it right i mean it's one of those things that like and it's something i've always found curious that the the image gets or, or the logo rather gets appropriated or adopted by whomever and mm-hmm. yet if you read the comic or if you understood who the character was, uh, who the character is, pre all this stuff that was going on. But would you really, would you really, you know, be wearing that logo? You know what I mean? Because uh, there are certain things that he stands for that, or he stood for, because uh, technically he's quote unquote dead. I know he'll be back, but whatever. But. That that but that gets into a whole other discussion. And I know that we're not here for that, but I just find I find it I just found it interesting that there are people or groups that would wear that logo, not even really understanding who the character is. You know, right. um, and at the end of the day, does it really change anything? No, it, it doesn't. I. I, I it feels like an empty gesture when they did that, but I understand why they did it. It just felt it felt like an empty gesture. So I, I, I agree with you. I, I think the groups that have the majority of the groups who have been who we know who use it have used it for years and have understood where it's coming from because they're military and Castle right. was military. Right. And, and and those and, and, yeah, and there those, is, and there I, is yeah. some military. I want to say there's some military roots to the logo. I believe there is. Yes. So okay, cool, not a problem. But people have problems, right? So um, all right. So let's go. Ah, this laundry list is probably gonna get long. No, I really. I, I'm just doing one of each category for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. The bad. The bad was secret invasion. Yeah. I'll. I'll I'll put that as a bad. I was on my list. Yes, I say list. So <laughs> technically, technically, those are six bads. <laughs> I like how you think there, Mr. Highland. What about you? I, I would say, be honest with you, as much as, as, much as I, no, I have to go with Eric. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I could look at if if I look at it as a whole, I get where they were go- going with it, but if I really look at it as an overall, like if I look at it as you no, know, based on the them trying to tell a story, it really need. I, and I, I had no problem with the slow burn, but it needed more episodes. Uh, it really needed more episodes for that. Um, it, it was not laid out right. No, no, it was, it was not no. story storyboard boarded right it was not um it was not shot right Mm-mm. it it was i mean literally you have the oh crap moment there and it's very obvious right so uh secret evasion yes it's on my list marketing 
lack thereof. We've discussed this before when Jenny was on the show. Jenny Stevens. Yes, we did. Yeah. And right. I, re- I really soapboxed that rant there. I thought I did a good job with my soapbox. Yes, um, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel I am that far off. No, you're not. But as a whole, it's not just Marvel products. It's the same thing with Star Wars. Same thing with Disney. Same thing with other things within the company. Marketing. The lack thereof. Why? You know, I th- here's a thought. Here's a thought. What if it's because the internet has made us lazy? No. I mean, okay, go 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 with me on this. Think about this now. All right, so pre-internet, you know, you uh, a, a a movie company uh, or a production company or whatever, they needed to make sure that they packaged. Whatever you know, the, the the trailer is for this TV show, for this movie, for this album, whatever it is, they needed to make sure that it was catchy, that um, that it was the kind of thing that you know they make make sure that it's in people's faces as much as possible. You know that um, that they also have uh, some creativity, something that that is appealing to whatever audience that they're going to, or maybe they're trying to broaden their audience, right? Um, but, and, and that was the thing that you had to do because let's say in 1993, you know, you, you had TV, you, you had TV, you had movie theaters for trailers. That's right. where you had. Right. Uh, you would have, you would have to have some uh, catchy uh, radio ads also. Um, and you know, um, maybe even advertising the soundtrack or whatever, and and maybe you know you're in the you're in the grocery store, and there's a novelization for whatever movie is, you know. So to a certain degree, it could be like Mission Impossible. Case in point, Mission Impossible. They had a one shot comic. Marvel did a one shot comic, right? There was the novelization. There was the CD. They released the uh, the, the the theme um, prior to the movie coming out. They end up re releasing the uh, original series on. I think it may have been VHS at that point. There 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 was a ton of stuff. Old Mission Impossible, new Mission Impossible. I just Mission Impossible was everywhere, right? Now, because you can have a streaming, so you can get your streaming service and you can get your streaming service where you're not getting commercials. So now they, 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 well, so what do they do now? They, um, they have it so that it pops up in your Facebook feed. They have it that it pops up in your Instagram or, or whatever social media you're in. And the thing is, you can still scroll past it, you know, or you can make it so that you're not getting pop ups at all or whatever. Um, but they're think they're thinking as oh well you know everybody's walking around with a phone in their pocket, everybody is on some social media of some type. If we just put a bunch of stuff out there, somebody's gonna see it. No, I understand. Um, the, I understand the I game understand has changed. Right. Cool. But the people who are responsible for changing the game aren't doing anything about it. I mean, look at the Marvels. How much promotion was there for it? Not a lot. Any of the films that came out this year. Uh. Let's go through the list. Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantum Mania. Was there mm-hmm. a lot of was there a lot of push for it? No. Guardians of the Galaxy, no. Volume Three. Yeah, because James Gunn pushed it. Right. 
The Marvels. No, not really. Shows that were on Disney no. Plus. Secret Invasion. Not a lot of promotion there. You got one of the hottest no. actors in Hollywood in that film, in that series. Now, here's the thing, though. There's also There was also the writer strike and the actor strike. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, there were several months where you couldn't really have much in the way of marketing. Right, right. And they could have done marketing. They could have done promotion. They just couldn't have done the, pre- the press tours like they've done in the past, Yeah, which is fine. You know, it's coming. Adapt and overcome. Yeah, but who would they get to write those ads, though? Because no writer is going to write them unless unless you well, just hello, got somebody. Hello, that's what your marketing team does. They they write as well, or they should. As part of their training, that's part of what they went to school for is to make ad copy. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I mean, guess they, so. I they just, have I'm to. Sure. They have to write their press releases, right? That's not writers who do that. The Writers Guild they were they were striking. You know, those folks are the ones who write the sh- scripts for the shows. They don't do any of the writing for. Now, I could be wrong. If there's any writer who's part of the Writers Guild who who verifies I'm wrong, please email us at mightymarvelgeeks at gmail dot com because I want mm-hmm. I want to be put in my place and told you're wrong, but I'm just going based on general logic here or my logic, which is not general Mm -hmm. and not maybe not logical. Writers do not handle the writing for press releases or for promotions, or maybe they write the, write the scripts for movie trailers. Right. But I think someone in marketing could piece together a decent trailer as well, or should be able to, because that's all part of promotions, all part of marketing. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I I don't know, like, how far, how far that goes. Like, if, like, let's say the Writers Guild, if it's, if that's strictly artist script writers, um, or if that, if that affects um, the people who are are writing the, uh, who are writing the the promotional materials. Um, I know that, I mean, it's sort of like when we were, like, you know, back during that time, uh, an an actor could be on a talk show, but the actor could not talk about. They could go to a you con- know they could go to a convention, but they couldn't be on panels talking about current projects or past projects. Right, and they also if they if they had, they would just have generic headshots too. Yeah, like so, there was could. nothing. And they they supposedly were not allowed to sign anything of their of them in character. Right. Right. So. So. I mean, I don't know. I mean, right, I get my, what you're saying. But, but here's totally my other argument, saying. though. The writer mm-hmm. strikes over. Mm-hmm. The actor strikes over. What type of promotion has there mm-hmm. been for What If? I haven't seen Still, a lot. I mean, yeah, no, I haven't seen a lot either. I mean, unless I actively seek it out. I mean, I did see a trailer. Well, after I watched, after I watched the new um, trailer, the new Echo trailer, it was followed by a new... Um, a new uh, what if trailer because um, the what if starts tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, so, as we're recording, it yeah. starts tomorrow night. Yeah, um, there has not been much of a push. The strikes are no. over. No excuse. No excuse. But you know, the, and here's the other side of that too. Like I said, you know, to go back to a conversation that was that being had in my comic shop. Um, even um, n- none of the big companies or. The independent books are. I, I now, and I will say this because I had personal interaction with an independent comic 
writer for a book that I that I've been following. And, and, you know, they they knew they they knew their audience. They knew who they were marketing to. Right. Um, The 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 big two um, just aren't doing that. Like even in in, the in the the, in my comic shop, this one uh, person pointed out, you know, yeah, there were the people in that shop uh, were all pretty much middle aged males. Um, not to say that there weren't there aren't women who read read comics. I know women who do, but I'm just saying. You know those those, this, those are males that could probably use Manscaped, which they could get for twenty percent off if they use the code Intrepid Trio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um. That. That being said, and, and, um, and that was just as that was that was as smooth of a delivery as the smooth shave that you'll get from Manscaped. <laughs> and you know what? If you treat yourselves to those boxers, those are smooth and buttery too. Just saying. Uh, so uh, yeah, so you know, the thing is, we the, the if you look at the way the books are being marketed now, that it's they they. I feel like that they they keep trying to create a demographic that just isn't there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just not like, and and I'm not, and that's not, and I'm saying, hey, you know what? You got people about thirty five and up. Those are the people who are reading your stuff. You know, male and female, we're all reading it. So once you look, market to us because as much as you're trying to market to the twenty somethings. For most part, they aren't readers. They certainly aren't comic readers. I hate to put it like that, but it's true. Well, they're not, they're not much of any. Sorry, Eric. Oh, I know I you I, just got a twenty. I didn't say that. Oh, I did with a with a future twenty year old coming. I got six years till it's the case. You know, I don't know. It's just I, I have thoughts and feelings. So, but I agree with you. So let's end this year with a good note. Ah! Best of 2023. <laughs> my best, no no question in my mind, Guardians Volume 3. Was it perfect? No, not by any means, but it was the best to me. Yeah. Your mileage <laughs> might vary. Island, your best of 2023. Right, I'm going to go into the comic realm. For me, the best of 2023 is Marvel Gang war. Um, you know, it's gritty. It's street level. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting some Luke Cage. I'm getting some Spider Man. Um, you know, I, I'm getting some Daredevil. So, yeah, uh, th- this is. And I, I generally don't do too many of those big book events. Not, not often. Um, but I am trying to jump on everything for that. So. Well, I would it was Star Wars, the Dark Droids crossover event that happened. It was really nice as well. Yes. Oh, I do want to throw an asterisk in there. Good on Marvel for whatever they did with Hasbro to be able to do reprints of ROM, Space Knight number one, Micronauts number one, and last week uh, doing a Marvel Tales with ROM and the X-Men. So I don't know if that means that we're going to start seeing more ROM stuff in the future, but good on Marvel for that. For me, my best in 2023 for Marvel 
isn't necessarily in the MCU or in the Marvel comics or Marvel collectibles, but in our little world of Marvel, the guest that we have had this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, you win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have had some yeah. great guests this year. Jenny, Zeb, which I I never expected to to get Zeb Wells this year. Uh, or ever. Um, but some of the, and Julie. And Jolly Bamani, yeah. Actually, that was last year, yes. wasn't it? That was last year. Yeah, that was last year. But still, we've had some great guests this year. I don't remember them all because, well, it's, it's been a crazy year and I'm about to go have surgery next week. <laughs> but... Mm-hmm. A lot of great guests that we've had and very happy for them. Um, On a personal note, shout out to Sharon Blinn, a best news that her sister is recovering well from the incident she was involved with earlier this year. Excellent. So I I want to share that as well. Sharon, we do care. You're like family to us. Absolutely. Uh, You are are definitely friend of the show. And and I mean, I would love to have back just to come hang out with them oh, yeah. seriously oh yeah oh yeah i'll reach out to her you want to talk more marvel <laughs> it's whatever you want to talk about <laughs> it'll be the sharon blend mm-hmm. takeover that's right um so yeah that's that's where i'm at our, our guests and i also want to say thank you to you the field agents as well because without you guys we would not have hit 10 years of this show existing back in november and absolutely and me personally, Absolutely. I yeah. want to thank Eric and Kylan for, for being part of this ride for the majority of that 10 years. Thank you, gentlemen. Well, thanks to the both of y'all for putting up with me. <laughs> well, thank, thank, and thank you to all the me. listeners out there, the field agents who have put up with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, well, thank you to you guys for, you know, number one, giving me a shot eight years ago and for putting up with my goofiness and also to the field agents, because I know you guys have to read my, my field note, my, my, uh, my Intel debrief and, you know, it's all over the place sometimes. I, and I, hopefully it's, it's more, more of a help than a hindrance, but, but hey, remember, I'm glad that hey, you guys remember, are here with us. I remember we're award winning. Uh, we are award winning two, three times, multiple two times, three. multiple times. Multiple times. Let's say multiple times. Yeah, I like that. Multiple time, multi-time award winning. Award winning podcast. Yeah. From the awards that actually mean more to us. Right. Because they came truly from the fans and from the people who, who is more of our audience and understand us as we try and understand right. them. Gee, just like marketing. <laughs> so on that oh. note, from your host slash ear candy, Eric, <laughs> Kylan, <laughs> and myself, Mike, we wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. See y'all in January when we come back with the non-awards. So, sorry, gentlemen, we're going to be fast-tracking that <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But like I said, from your host slash ear candy, Kylan, Eric, and myself, Mike, Thursday, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Who wants to take it this week? Nope. It's just time to go dark.